Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 19. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kurland Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I want to take a moment to also acknowledge that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in Australia have been oppressed, brutalised and killed since these lands were stolen and settled by white people in 1788. I'm speaking about this in solidarity with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in Australia for the continued violence that is perpetrated by the government and police and the system is built on racism. The system needs to change not just in Australia, but around the world. Many white nations were built on the oppression, brutalisation and death of Indigenous populations who are the rightful custodians of the lands. We can work together, we can recognise our individual privileges and we can do better to shape change for everyone so that everyone has access to the same sorts of support And everyone is treated with love, care, respect. In this episode, we'll be exploring pride. See, June is Pride Month, and I think considering the current goings-on in the world, that it's super important to acknowledge our LGBTQIA plus community, and particularly the courage of trans women of colour like Martha P. Johnson, Stormy DeLavery, and Sylvia Rivera, for fighting cops, throwing bricks and starting fires. They were the initiators of a huge movement. Without them, the queer community would not be where it is today. And the struggle against oppression and police brutality hasn't gone away. It hasn't gone away in America, where the Stonewall riots started. It hasn't gone away in Australia, where we've also experienced the same sorts of police brutality and government oppression. It hasn't gone away anywhere. And even though we have received more rights, there are still many people from the queer, trans and gender diverse community who don't have rights who are oppressed regardless of what legal rights are warranted to them. And none of that is okay. Australia's queer history is one of discrimination and repression. In Australia, sex between men wasn't made legal until 1994. It's just unbelievable. Same-sex marriage was legalised in 2017, but we've got right-wing Christians that are currently in government trying to get a Coity Fingers religious discrimination bill passed because they think that they're getting discriminated against by people who are same-sex attracted getting married. Ridiculous. But what they're effectively trying to pass through as law is a bill that would allow people to discriminate against someone who was queer, who was trans, who was gender diverse, because that individual may say that it goes against their religion. So even though we have made progress, we can't forget that we still have so far to go. 
the system is still working to push us down regardless of our identities but more so for people of color more so for queer people of color and that is not okay it is not acceptable the gatekeeping for trans and gender diverse folks to gain access to medical transition pathways still very much a thing the process of being labeled with all of these mental conditions just to be given the right to access a support that can help enrich your life that's not okay and pride and the, and the whole movement of pride is about remembering where we've come from remembering what started it because yeah it's great to have a parade and all of that sort of stuff but that's not what it's about it's not about fancy parades and dance parties and all that sort of stuff because that's ignoring the systems of oppression that are still in place for so many people within the community. See, our history, the whole queer, trans and gender diverse history, it's been built around justice and intersectionality. Being trans, gender diverse and queer, it's not defined by the colour of our skins, our nationality, our religion, our social status, our physical abilities. We are everywhere. We are within every population. And queer, trans, and gender diverse identities have always existed. We need to recognize and remember that. And when we speak about pride, we need to recognize that the trans and queer communities around the world are not all a cohesive unit, that our communities are layered in discrimination. There's racism, sexism, transphobia, ableism, biphobia, classism, all amongst our identity groups. Just because we're all under that one acronym, it doesn't actually unite us. And that is such a shame because, well, some members of the community have received more support and recognition and validation. There are many smaller minorities within our community who don't get that same privilege. And I'm talking about people who are gay and people who are lesbian because they are the people who are getting the most recognition and acceptance in countries like Australia and America and, and England and countries that have been colonised by the British at some point. A lot of these white colonial nations are more accepting to white gays and lesbians and that is how it is. And that may sound shit to hear, but it's true. And I know that even for me, being someone who's non-binary, who used to identify as, as a lesbian, the fact that I'm white made things so much easier for me. And it was never, it never made my identity a harder one to exist in. So I see the privilege that is there. And it is within the whole community. And just because we are from that community doesn't stop people from punching down and it's not okay and it's not talked about enough and it needs to be because these are conversations that shape change we are brutalized enough by people who are outside of the lgbtqia plus community we really really don't need members of our own community lashing out against us Lateral violence is prolific in the queer community, in the trans and gender diverse community, and it's not okay. And the only way we can stop it is to have these conversations about it and to learn about our pasts, to learn about where we've come from, 
Who were the people who went before us? What was their message? What did they envision for our future? Because where we are now is the future that they envisioned. And moving from there, where is the future we envision going to lead us if all we're doing amongst the community is lashing out against each other, is not allowing all the minority groups within our already minority to be elevated to the same level of acceptance and care and validation. It's really important that we learn about our queer and trans histories wherever we are. So for myself in Australia, I've learned a lot about our own history, about where my community elders came from. And it's something that you can do in your community as well. And that's so important because all countries are going to have some things a little bit different. Maybe not the systems of oppression and discrimination, but the experiences or the people themselves who lived within our communities are unique to our regions. And we need to recognize that and learn about our histories, especially in Pride Month. But it's not just about Pride Month. This should be something that we're doing all the time. One month of the year is not a big enough window to recognize where we've come from, or who we are, where we're going. We need to be visible, not just to allies, but to other folks from the queer and the trans and gender diverse community as well. Visible within our own identities, visible in accepting our own identities. Because if we can't accept ourselves, we can't accept others. And I know that these systems are set up against us and they push us down and they cause us to question and doubt ourselves and see ourselves as lesser than. That's what systems of oppression do. And if we don't believe in ourselves and our identities, how can we possibly move forward? It's really important to be visible and be fucking proud of who you are. We are a strong community And like so many other minorities, we've gone through so much. I mean, we've all had different experiences. All minority groups experience life differently. And there's intersections within those minorities. And there's minority groups such as people of color who are also within the trans, the gender diverse, the queer communities. And those intersections are so important because this is an opportunity to understand and learn from experiences from such a wide spectrum of society and if we're not listening and learning from the other people around us then we're not growing and we're not going to be able to actually succeed in getting our needs met and succeeding in elevating our community if we're not elevating all communities at the same time. So it's really important that we connect with other folks from within our own communities, whether that's online or in real life, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. Because what we are doing right now currently is making history. What do you want our history to look like when we look back on it? Because that's what's happening. There's a lot of unrest happening at the moment. And this is a huge opportunity for a turning point to step up and say, I'm just not okay with passively living in this system anymore. And that is what our elders did. And it's what people in our community now are doing. And it's what people are going to continue to do until we get what we need, which is respect and fair treatment and to be seen as 
valid human beings within society. And this current system is not going to give us that. So we need to work together to make our own history one that we want it to be and not one that we look back on and think, I wish it had been different. So ask yourself, is there anything you can do or are able to do to help shape a positive change for our future? And I'm not saying that has to be like a huge big thing. You don't have to go out and change the world. That's not what it's about. That's an impossible task. No one can just go out and change the world. I mean, there's people who make changes in the world, but for the whole world to change, we need we need a whole lot of people behind us. And it can start with just one conversation. And this is something that I've been really aware of and really working on because as a person who is non-binary who has lived certain experiences I have an opportunity to be able to have a conversation with someone who may not understand my experience and I can educate them on what life is like for me so I have an opportunity to change someone's mind about my experience because if they haven't lived it they have no idea how to know or understand so they guess they hear false information they listen to other people talk about stuff and it's it's all untruth I can share my truth And I can actually shape change in one person's life. And then if I shape change in that one person's life and they change their perspective and they gain a better understanding of what it's like for me and my experience and therefore go out, maybe they can reach out and connect with other people who are also from the queer or the trans and gender diverse community but have a different, different experience, a different background, then imagine how much more that this person can learn And when they have an understanding, they can start educating other people as well about what their experience has been and being like, you know what, I used to not understand either. I used to not be okay with it. But then I've had conversations with people. You know what? They're just like us because people don't think that we are, but we are. And we all have that power to have a conversation with someone and change someone's mind. It's actually really resonated with me, this message, because this week... I kind of got my first negative comments on non-gendered fitness Instagram account with a person challenging some of the comments I'd made um, and judging trans and gender diverse people and saying that some of them are fake and non-binary doesn't exist and just some some stuff that <laughs> that was not educated in their comments. Maybe they just weren't aware. I don't know. But I chose not to get upset about it because what I saw was a person who maybe didn't understand, but they also seemed to be talking as though they were really challenged by some stuff. So they, it seemed like they had some hard feelings that they were experiencing while they were communicating with me. So I took the opportunity to show understanding that this seemed like a really hard topic for them, that they didn't have to understand to be accepting. They couldn't, there's only so much you can understand without having lived an experience. But you can accept someone without passing judgment because it's not our place to pass judgment. We can tell whatever stories we want to ourselves about someone, but that doesn't make it truth. The only thing that is truth is each person's own lived truth and experience. And this conversation went from one that was a, a, like a bit hostile to this person actually opening up and having a conversation with me. And talking about some experiences that I've had and their understanding of the community. And I take that as a really positive thing because instead of just lashing out and being like, you're wrong, you can't say that about my identity. I took a moment to acknowledge that 
they have an experience. They do. It doesn't matter what their background is or where they're from. They have experiences in life the way I do. And I can't ask for acceptance if I'm not going to give it. And I feel like it's been a really positive interaction because I've had an opportunity to share what it can be like for people from the trans and gender diverse community and what that experience does to a person. And having an opportunity to maybe open someone's eyes to a different perspective is a huge win because that person now may have a totally different perspective on the way they approach the community. And that's a win for all of us. If I can have one conversation that changes someone's mind, that impacts my whole community. And that is the value here. If you can do one thing to shape change, it's not just going to influence your life positively. It's going to influence the lives of so many other people who are sharing a similar experience to you. So you don't have to go out and have these tough conversations. I get that not everyone has the spoons for that. And there's times when I don't even have the capacity for that. But when I do, I make an effort to talk to people because I think that's what really helps to shape change. So if you have that capacity, you can do that. But speak from a place of seeking to understand because we can't ask to be understood if we're not going to understand other people's perspective. And we're not always going to have a positive experience. Some people don't want their minds changed or some people don't want to have an open conversation and actually be open to listening. That's not going to always happen, but it can happen and we're not going to know until we try. There's other ways that you can shape change in the community and it starts with learning the stories of our elders learning that what they've experienced finding out what they've shared because they have a lot of lessons they've lived through a whole lot they've lived through stuff that we haven't in some cases and that's valuable because then we can open up our eyes to a new perspective on life and if we aren't growing and learning and moving forward it can be really hard to see that there can be positive changes that can happen. So you can connect with folks through peer support groups as well, learn their experiences, share your own experiences. Like I am non-binary, I am AFAB, and I'm white. And that shapes my narrative in so many ways. And I can't possibly understand the lived experience of someone who may be a person of colour who is AMAB and is also non-binary or gender diverse because I haven't lived that. I haven't seen the world from that experience and the only way I can understand it and therefore better support my community is by listening to them as they share their experiences. And then I can approach life differently and maybe I can help shape change in a different way because I've had my eyes open differently. And these may not be comfortable conversations, hearing about other people's experiences. They might challenge you because we're challenged by things that we don't understand or that challenge beliefs that we have. But it's okay. It's okay to be challenged by someone else's experience. And we can't deny someone else's experience because we only have our own stories shaped by how our lives have been. And someone else is going to have a very different story. So learn about all the experiences of members from in your community. And then we can truly 
work together with understanding and respect. You can show up if you're capable to gatherings for change. You know, be present. Be seen. Visibility is so important. And it's what the people who are trying to push us down don't want. They don't want us visible. They don't want us being seen. Because if we're being seen, then other people are going to take notice. And other people might start wondering, well, why, why are we getting treated these ways? Why is the system stacked against us like this? Visibility is one of our most important tools that we have. Because if we're seen, then we can connect with other people. And don't hide what's happening about our community from other people around you. Like if you have the capacity, if you feel safe to do so, share what's going on in our community. Share what's happening to members of our community. Because when other people start to see that, they're not going to think it's okay. I mean, some people aren't going to say anything because that's what happens. But some people will. Some people might get so shocked they just had no idea. The amount of people of I have talk to about experiences in the trans and gender diverse community and they're really shocked. They're like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, well, why would you? It's not part of your life. It's not part of your daily life. Your gender identity is is not relevant to you if you are someone who's cishet because it is just is. It's not questions. It's never put up as something that you've got to come out as or that you've got to justify. So it's not it's not on your radar as an experience that other people may have to have to try and fight and justify just to be seen as the person they're asking to be seen as so some people just lack awareness and if we can share what's going on in our community if we can get that visibility out there we can help shape change and it's really cool to be able to plan what you can say to people if you hear them talking in ways that's like classist racist ableist sexist transphobic homophobic biphobic against intersex people like if you see it have a plan for how you can approach that even if it's just as much as saying that's not okay to say because so many people sit back and just don't say anything they might hear someone say something and you see on their faces that they're like oh that's not okay but no one says anything and if we're not saying anything then we're complicit so just planning a little something that you can say can be really helpful in just raising awareness that these aren't acceptable. You know what? If you say something, you'd be surprised at how many other people may turn around and be like, yeah, that wasn't cool. But sometimes it just takes one person to say something for everyone else to back that up. So maybe you don't feel good about speaking out or verbalizing. Maybe you're not safe to. I get it. That's totally a thing. There are so many communities where it is not safe to step up and speak out because you can get hurt and people are out there wanting to harm people from our community or from other minority groups. Like, I get that. And it's okay. You don't have to be that person who's stepping out and putting yourself into a space where you may get harmed. No, there's no expectation of anyone to have to do that unless they choose to. But some things you can do that may help to spread acceptance from our community or the communities that you are involved with or have intersections within is to share educational pieces, highlighting the issues that may still be present that give people an opportunity to gain some insight and understanding. That can be invaluable. It can be just someone sharing their story. 
there's heaps of stuff like that going around, which is awesome. If people have the courage to share their stories, sharing that is so important because you're not speaking on the behalf of someone else. You're allowing them to speak using their voice, talking about their experience through their intersectionalities, and that gives it power. And you're just helping to get that out there. That is totally a way that you can do something really amazing for your community, for our community. So sharing information about people's stories, experiences, what's going on in the community, sharing information about peaceful demonstrations that may be coming up in your area, sharing those through your networks, also another really great thing you can do. You don't have to show up if you're not feeling good about it, but you can give the information out so that other people can show up if they choose to. You have power in so many ways, friends, and finding the ways that you feel comfortable to use them is a great start. But recognizing that sometimes comfort is only going to get us so far. And sometimes we have to do things that are going to make us uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is where change and growth happens. <laughs> but just taking it slow. You don't have to jump out today and go rushing down the street confronting every person. <laughs> That's <laughs> Unless you really feel like doing it, start with just sharing stuff through your networks and just see what happens. And you know what? Some people might not like it and some people might say something against it. And then you've got an opportunity to question whether or not you want to engage with someone or have someone in your circle or in your life who would rather continue to uphold a system of oppression rather than uplift you and your community and help you live a safer, happier, better life. So we've touched on a fair bit of stuff today. We've looked at the importance of visibility through Pride Month and not just Pride Month but beyond but Pride Month is a great place to start. Learn what you can about your elders, about the elders of other communities. The more we can learn and educate ourselves and understand the better opportunity we have to connect with other people from all the different lived experiences that are within our LGBTQIA plus community. We are such a diverse community and we have to recognize that and we have to lift everyone up together. We can't lift up one group, we're pushing another group down. That's not okay. We've looked at understanding the history of our own communities and areas that we live in, seeking out our elders that are local to us and hearing about what they've experienced, what they've done, what they've learned. So important. Our elders can teach us so much. And we've looked at some ways that you can help shape change through your networks when, in whatever capacity that you feel comfortable to do so. You can find everything that I've talked about today in the show notes. If you want to get in contact with us or find out more, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can find us on Facebook as Fearless Movement Collective, on Instagram as non underscore gendered underscore fitness, Fearless Movement Collective as fearless underscore movement underscore co, or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. So until next week, friends, remember, we are the makers of our own history, and we have the power to shape change. 
So use your voice. Feel proud of the strength of our community and of our elders because we have come so far and we have the capacity to take this further. We are unstoppable. Have a rad as day pass. <laughs>